I'm Brian Copney. Mike Frost. Shane Wilson. And we're trying not to get sued. All right, the first subject we're going to get into, I feel like I need to let Brian start it off. There's obvious reasons after he starts talking for this. If you don't know by now, it is February. February is the month that the United States of America has set aside that we will remember, commemorate, and celebrate Black History Month. Now, as much as I love uh, black history and I will, I'm willing to debate and talk to anyone about black history and the building of the United States of America on the backs of black people. Amen. I will say this. I almost feel offended or pigeonholed on the fact that February is Black History Month. I ain't going to say nothing about it being the shortest month of the year. <laughs> but um, why can't black history just be American history? And here's the answer. Because we're, we're, we have been taught and raised coming up through, and we've talked on this show about how things have changed. Time brings about a change. But we have been taught that these are the history facts that mean something to us. You know, Columbus, Christopher Columbus, George Washington, da 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 And we want to put a separate class on black history. Now, I'm not downplaying playing black history, but it's American history. It is what made America what it is today. I've heard it said before that diversity makes us better as a people. Why do we just celebrate diversity during February? Yeah, the way I look at it is is that horrible shit happened back whenever the slave trade was going on and this and that. And it's terrible whenever you think about the way people have treated people. Period. Yeah, just Period. People. Just people. But there has to be a time whenever we stop separating us and them. You know, that uh, we stop separating as a country that this person has a different a different viewpoint or something just based on the color of his skin or that you can assume this person's viewpoint based on the color of his skin. And that's kind of the way I feel about Black History Month is why can't we just roll black history into the regular teachings of history? Teach it, yeah. Because we don't, we don't, and not teaching history is not the right way to go no matter how ashamed you are of your history. Because the way to ensure you don't repeat these acts that were, uh, I'm stuttering. Expelled or, or, or offended committed, against, committed against black people. Is to talk about them. No matter how much shame it brings you as a race or guilt or anything like that. Because the fact is, is if I go out in my yard and fall on a patch of ice and hurt my back, I can't change nothing about it. So that's the way history is, too. The shit happened. We can't change it, but we need to talk about it to learn from it. And I feel like, like, like how can you just dedicate one month to black history whenever it is actually American history? Yeah. I mean, you're not talking about, like, black people started coming here ten years ago or something. You know, this is... Since America has been a country, there has been black people in it. Period. Yes. So why can't it just be American history? We'll teach all of it. We'll teach the ugly. We'll teach the good. We'll teach, and all these people in history that they want to vilify for decisions, they were all human 
you know, and they all erred. But it doesn't change the fact on what they had in a part in building the country. I think it start. <clears throat> I think it started with giving Black History Month, you know, its own month. Probably it it was rich old white people who thought to try to be PC at the moment to give them something to put a band-aid on what they did. Carter G. Woodson is known as the father of black history. Black History Month is in February because that's the month of his birthday. Yeah. But, I will say this. Uh, I agree with Shane. Teach it in its entirety. Teach the good, teach the bad, teach the ugly. And I'm not saying teach black supremacy. I'm not te- saying teach affirmative action. I'm not saying teach white supremacy. I'm talking about teach the facts. Don't teach what you think. Don't teach how you feel. Teach what you know to be legit facts. That's what I went to school to learn. On top of that, if you don't think it's a problem, talk to some of your buddies who have children, white children or black children, and have to come home to their mom or their dad or their parents and say, why were black people slaves? And then they have to answer that question and have to explain it. Why don't we teach it the way it happened? Like Shane said, teach the good, the bad, the ugly. Teach the inventions that black people brought into society that help you out today. Damn it, I love me some peanut butter. Yeah, light bulbs. <laughs> light you know bulbs. I mean, been... I mean, traffic light. Let's do it right. Yeah, that, that's the way. that's where I am with it. You can't ignore the bad parts of history just because they're not fun to talk about. It's because you don't like them. Yeah, you yeah. have to you have to talk about it. And it's fine to talk about how fucked up our forefathers were and stuff like that. I don't understand people getting upset about that. Like if yeah, this guy did these great things, but he was also kind of fucked up. You know, it's fine yeah. to talk about that too. Tell you it. Know? Tell it like it happened. Tell it like it is. Don't pad history to make you feel better. To make you feel better. Exactly. You, know, you can take some of the shit that you're saying right now and place it in right to the day with everything with the cancel culture and everything going on with how it is. A lot of it, and it's my belief, you talk shit to me what, it happens between rich, old, white people. They're afraid they're going to end up getting caught up in something, so they got to... Well, let's let's give them that. Let's give this group this, and let's give this group that. And I, I feel like you know that's where a lot of the problems are with right now with this whole cancel culture. I agree with Mike, but I also say, who decided that these motherfuckers were in charge? Exactly. God damn it. Well, uh, I mean, a lot of people that were in charge were voted in. Voted in. You know. I mean, you got situations like that where you just you can't believe like you can't believe there's a senator sitting in the on the floor talking about she doesn't understand why we got to give farmers the, all these supplements and stuff because all you got to do is go to the grocery store and buy your fruit and vegetables. You know what I mean? <laughs> you how, do, bitch. how does that motherfucker get voted in? You know what I mean? That's what I want to know. How do you not understand that, <clears throat> that somebody put labor behind them fruits and vegetables? Exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. God said, let there be, and there were her fruits and vegetables in fucking Kroger. Yeah, Kroger. Waiting on her. Up. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely have the best produce section in around Absolutely here. I'll say do. that. Yeah, for sure. yeah. But uh, you know, 
aside from that, if you're going, I said who decided that they were in charge. But if if we're going to talk about some shit, and it's Black History Month, and we're talking about motherfuckers being in charge and giving us this and giving us that, the NFL fired, well, no, not the NFL, Miami Dolphins fired Brian Flores. For winning. It seems for winning. Like God for damn winning. it. For yeah. winning. <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? Then on top of that, you offered the motherfucker money to lose. But did you see where the, uh, what was the dude's name? I think it was the Browns old head coach where he's backing out on yeah, the statement. Yeah. Uh, like he's backing it, out was on. Was it Hugh, Hugh Brown? Uh, yeah. He's backing out on. The, uh, or Hugh, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. He was back. He's backing out now on that he was paid to lose. He's starting uh, to pad that I'm talking about there was a Cleveland Browns team in 20, was it 2016? Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers lost every goddamn game. And they were talking shit to the Jets the year before last. Because they lost every game but the last one. And that's how they lost out on a uh, pretty blonde motherfucker. Can't play no football. Yeah, anyway. Trevor. Trevor. Who the yeah. fuck's paying them, paying them to lose? The, the owners. owners. That's what I'm Are saying. The owners. Yeah, that's what's coming out now. This shit. They told Brian Flores, we'll give you a hundred grand for every game you lose. i tell you what. I'll put what this the out there. Fuck? If you guys want a losing franchise... And every game lost is a hundred G's. Holler at your boy. Holler at me. No I, will, I will. God make sure. I will run. <laughs> yeah. Like I make this shit me. look good, bro. Call me head coach tomorrow. <laughs> goddamn it. But you know what? And and I think and I hate to give this motherfucker props because I think he's an idiot. But Stephen A. said it best. You're dealing with people who their entire lives have loved the game of football. Yeah. They've studied it. They've practiced it in the off season. They, they do off-season workouts or they do off-season, you know, studying clips and films, preparing to win. And now that culture that got them to the NFL, you're telling them, now I want you to lose. Come on, bro. Yeah, it goes against everything in Everything that, that is me. Because they, but, and that dude too, like, me, I'm not a competitive dude. I don't really care that much. I am. Yeah, some people are, you yeah, know. Yeah, I like, am. Uh, I'm not a competitive guy, but some, I know people that are competitive to their fucking core. Core. You yeah. know, and if you... If to their you detriment. Are, if yeah. you are a head coach, if you are a top level, you probably are. Yeah, you have to be. Competitive to your core, and then you go tell this dude to do something that goes against everything he thinks. They say the past you know, three seasons, he's beaten Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is the motherfucker who dominated your division. Even if he had a losing record, he beat that motherfucker that fucker needs three a, years Bill in a row. Belichick needs to take a bath. That motherfucker looked dirt, like a dirty old troll a out there. Ass <laughs> climb up. But fuck, hold on, hold on. Here, fuck you, Mike. I don't need a bath, guy. <laughs> I need to win goddamn football games. But I need it. Tom. <laughs> I thought I could get rid of Tom Brady and go to the Super Bowl. I don't know. Here's the part I have, or the problem that I'll say that I have about Brian Flores and the lawsuit. He claims that not only did the uh, Miami Dolphins want him to lose, and they paid him to lose. That part I'm with. But he says that they paid him to lose in preparation to build up the franchise so that the white coach can come in and ride in on the white horse. I'm not going to say that's untrue. I'm not. But I will say is, how the fuck do you prove that? Well, you know what I mean? I mean, now the Browns and Hugh Jackson, they let uh, Stefanski come in. Baker Mayfield Mayfield fucked that up for y'all because he's a rotten-ass quarterback. But still. (laughs) Yeah, you seen seen who he ran out. He ran fucking... 
Odell, Odell dude, out of he run him he run him out of town and then Matt Stafford's like, all right, I'll all take right, it. I'll take that dude. Yeah. Matt Stafford is another one. That dude shitted on Megatron. I know I ain't gonna say that. Him and Megatron were a great duo. Well, I'll do that, but I'll but tell you. But you're in Detroit. They don't win. Okay, who did who did Cooper Cup who did Cooper Cup take the receiving title from this year for uh most uh receptions and most touchdowns and what is Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson. Who was Calvin Johnson's quarterback? First of all, let me say, I dude, don't know. dude has been a ball slinger since he came in the league. He was just on the line. Man. I don't know if you guys know this or on the podcast or not, but I'm going to put it out here and just place it in stone. Chase Wilson is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll throw it out there. I mean, y'all don't know who he is, but just remember, if you're ever across the country and you hear the name Chase Wilson, expect to see a skirt. <laughs> and he's got one of my hoodies on. <laughs> this is your bad hoodie because it's got stains on it. You lucky I let you keep the good one. Uh, how many of my hoodies you got racked up over at your actually, new place? Actually, I have some. Can't nobody hear your fucking ass way back there. Hey, actually, I have some that are in the laundry room right now that I don't wear that you can have. So I can't use none of that. What I hear you saying is that you don't mind wearing a hoodie that a man has a Lewinsky stain on. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're back. And now we're going to get into a situation where there's a recording out of uh, Joe Rogan saying the N-word. And why he felt that him as a white guy could say the N-word, record it and put it out there for millions of people to listen to, I have no idea. But I will say the way he was saying it was not in a racial manner like they're trying to paint the picture of him being a racist (coughs) is. But nonetheless, he put recordings of himself out as a white guy saying the N-word and you just can't do it. And I agree with freedom of speech and everything like that. But that is one word that I'll that you'll never I'll never say on this podcast or anything like that because I know uh I think that uh it's a word that is made to classify a human as less than human. And I don't even say it in casual conversation or anything like that. Just I don't say it. I would like to challenge all of our listeners if you're listening to this right now, I would like to challenge you right now to get into the comments and tell me why it's okay or not okay to say the N-word. I mean, it is just a word. It is history. It is, I mean, tell me what you think. While you're typing, I want you to hit that subscribe button and let us know how you feel about like this podcast. Us. Yeah, like us. You better like us. If you don't like us, then fuck you. Don't type nothing. But if you do, <laughs> all right, we good. Well, I will tell you this, though. Like, with the N-word, if it's just me... And DMX or you God in my truck or car. Uh, <laughs> I sing. I sing the song. Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I, I sing the song. You know what I'm saying? I sing the song, and I love. The, I love the music. I don't care if people view it's for that it's for me or not. I love. I love rap, man. I can't. I, help I know it. that we try not to get sued here, Shane, but I want right? to bring about the the movie White Chicks. Remember when they were in the <laughs> car and she said. That's my song. We the realest. Fifty Cent and B.I.G. My. Uh, so, at what point is it okay or not okay 
to say the N-word. I mean, well, somebody I, need to say something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, far as I go, Is I don't it think, never okay to say it? I don't think it's okay for me to say it in casual conversation with anybody. That's just me. But I will sing rap songs that have that word in it because I like it. I'm going to go as far as to say, if it's not okay for you to say it, it's not okay for anyone to say it. I mean, if we're going to get that offended by that word, and I would like to say, if you ain't been listening so fucking far, uh, I am black. And I'll, I'll say this, if, if it's offensive to me as it is, then it should be offensive to everyone. And when I say offensive, it should be offensive to say, offensive to hear, offensive to direct someone to it so i mean but then you get into the whole thing about musical expression can they say it if you're on a movie or a play can they say it can we as people say it to our friends and i mean if you really dissect it it's just a word it is it is and if you really dissect it it's just a word what it means is the connotation behind it should should say something but like really it just being a word it shouldn't offend anybody, you know, but it does. It's the meaning and the connotation behind it. Now, I've even heard people say, well, it's N-I-G-G-E-R versus N-I-G-G-A. Really? Fuck it. It's T-O versus T-O-O versus T-W-O. Kiss my black ass. No, it ain't. <laughs> it's the same fucking word. Means different things. It's the same damn word, man. Yeah, and that's like I was telling you about the situation I had with the the two young guys. Yeah. And yeah. they're kind of like, uh, I'm kind of... And they're in casual conversation, just throwing this shit out yeah. willy-nilly. And I'm kind of in management position over. Over. Yeah. You know, and, and I love both these dudes. We were in a classroom setting, and they kept saying it to each other. You know, like, calling each other, this, that. And uh, I just told both of them, I said, look, man, if we're in the truck, if we're in the shop, like... I don't care. You know, it's, it's, people can handle it. You know, mo- most blue collar people don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah. They just don't. They just don't. Yeah. And but, that's what this podcast is about. But, uh, we were in a, a situation where we were in a school, like a learning environment. Classroom setting. Yeah. And I could see that every time they called each other that, especially if we were in the hallways or something, because it was just people that I worked with when we were in class. But whenever we were in the hallways and stuff, it was, it wasn't that way. All the other students were that pay to go to school there and this and that are listening to it too. So I just told these two young black guys, I said, "Hey, chill out on that shit in a professional setting." And I didn't know whether I was right or wrong for doing it, but I could just see the situation, and like I felt like that, you know, I don't run around the school hall saying. Fuck this, fuck that. You you know what I mean? I feel like you were right because if they were saying something that made you feel uncomfortable, then by all means. I mean, and honestly, if they were saying shit like that and you felt okay about it, then I would look kind of fucking twisted at you. Right. I mean, it, you're supposed to... Far too many times in this country, people go and they recognize things that are wrong. But they go along with, well, it ain't my business, it ain't me, I'll let them deal with that. And suddenly, that same thing happens and goes on and on and on and on, because nobody 
has the balls to stand up and say, no, this shit ain't right. Next thing you know, this shit's in Congress and they're voting on it in a fucking law. Here's my issue with it, with everything involved. You know, the word and everything else that people portray it as and, you know, people have issues with it. Was is the fact that like I can only speak for how I grew up, and I got along with every black kid in my school because they understood me more than the rednecks or anybody else because I got picked on too because they didn't like the way I looked because I was into. Marilyn Manson and the corn and all this bullshit, you know. So I, I, me and them got along because they treated me like a person. A person, that's it, just a person. Okay, so. Well, man. The, here's the fact is I've been around people in my lifetime that say that word and they say it as a hate word. Mm-hmm. I've and there's around. definitely a difference on how you mean it. Exactly. And I've been around people that grew up in the early 2000s with the Dave Chappelle and the rap music and the genre that you're talking about. And it was a different word. You get what I'm saying? Like, a hurtful word depending on how you say it, but how you describe it with your friends as far as you know, uh, you you know the friends you hang out with, and that's that's what I'm getting at, is the fact that like back when I was in high school and stuff, Dave Chappelle's show was all over the map, and it was funny what he was doing, plain and simple. He was making fun of black communities, he was making fun of white communities, he was making fun of Latino communities, Asians, everybody. His wife was fucking everybody. Asian. If I think the world. If they could look through Dave Chappelle's eyes, would be a lot better place. Well, man, if people could just take a minute and fucking chill out, you know what I mean? Relax. Do you Fuck. remember when he said on his show, point blank, and I quote, they should have never gave you niggas money. <laughs> <laughs> and look, just saying that just makes you laugh. Yeah, because you know I mean... what he meant. He wasn't saying anything as a derogatory economic he was saying that in a comedy sense if you can't laugh about that change the damn station bro but between just lighten me, the fuck up, just lighten the fuck between, up. that's what i don't understand lighten up and if somebody is saying a word it, it listen if somebody says a word and you listen to the conversation and you realize listen to the conversation that it wasn't said in a hateful way it wasn't said pointed at somebody it wasn't said because this guy's a piece of shit and you put it out there like it was, you're wrong. You are wrong. Like if I say something to Brian that he laughs at and somebody else listens to it and thinks that I'm racist for saying it, they're just wrong. Because I know he knows me on a personal level. I know him on a personal level. Even if you walk up to somebody and say, man, what the fuck are you trying to say? I mean, that's not always the stance to... We need to throw our hands up and fight. Yeah, if you're taking something out of context to mm. to fuck somebody, you're wrong. Life was easier to me 20 years ago. It really was. 
Well, because, man, what did, I, we, what did we not have 20 years ago? Well, here's the thing. I mean, 20... This thing that we're talking on? 20 media, years ago, you know, when back 15, whatever, when we were all in high school, I never... There was never a... There's more racism going on right now today than there was 20... I, I would say 15, 20 years ago with how I grew up. You say there was more now than there was then? Yeah, I think so. Do you think <laughs> that people... Uh, and, and and we're about to change. We're about to change directions here. I'm listening. I'm going to tell you honestly my biggest problem with Donald Trump and the administration. And here it is. If you ever want to slice it out, here it is. I'm going to tell you. My biggest problem with Donald Trump and his administration is that he made it okay to be a fucking racist. It's not that he made more of them. It's not that they that, that he gave them a platform. He made it okay for well, see, you to, what for I wanna, to say. I'm going to stab into that further. How do you feel he done that? I'm gonna tell you why. Because I feel like every president that came before him made it clear that uh, racial bigotry, uh, discrimination, all of this stuff was wrong, and they took a solid stance against it. Even my homeboy that was getting hit in the old office made a solid stance yeah, against that while passing the '94 crime bill, man. Yes, don't he did. be fucking blind to what's going on because he, he he did that. But that '94 crime bill, whether you were white or black, more black people. Whether than you were white or black, if you were had if you had crime, it still got you. It doesn't matter though, man. Like the the '94 crime bill took it from locking people up for violence to locking them up for weed for life. Like it's it's for bullshit. Life. Like how like that is division on a scale that's unreal while smiling at you acting like it ain't and the same guy uh two gener two generations later the same president comes out and says these same motherfuckers is carrying torches and and burning crosses marching against you yes yeah, some of those are good people well, that ain't see that ain't that was took out of context too tell me more I'll tell you more because what you hear on the news that ain't the way it went down man like he said what he said was he was talking about. He wasn't talking about white supremacists being okay or right. What he was talking about was there was historians on the side of not wanting to tear statues down. There's historians that don't want ta statues tore down because it's important to tell history. Is what he was saying, and it says it. Like if you listen to that clip farther, he says it, and he says that I do not with, you know, white supremacists. But what I'm telling you is, is that there are historians that want the statues left up because we need to tell the story about what a piece of shit this guy was. But he also built this. He did this. He did that. You know, he was uh, like, uh, I'm not trying to take up for Andrew Jackson any kind of way because he was a horrible person. But he also built a lot of the South. You know, it's hard to. If you're living in the South and you're living in Georgia or Atlanta or uh Mississippi, wherever, and you're listening to us, and uh, Southern heritage is a part of your heritage, and and whether you like it or not, it is. But if you're living in West Virginia, Virginia, Vermont, Pennsylvania, and you're you're waving your Confederate flag, talking about this is my heritage, bitch, no, it ain't. No, it's not your fucking heritage. Well, see, like Lincoln split West Virginia from Virginia. Yes, he did. To have that. As, Come on, Shane. To give it to it. us right, bro. Yeah, he's, he split West Virginia and Virginia to say this is another northern state because in West Virginia with our top, the way we are if built. You don't know nothing about the Mason-Dixon line. Don't talk to me. <laughs> well, the way that we are built, 
isn't a slave culture. You know, like like mm-hmm. where they wanted slaves was back whenever they were uh, they had all these big large plantations and stuff like that. And good luck finding you uh you know a wide enough flat enough plane to do that to to have a plantation in West Virginia. So he knew West Virginia was kind of like yeah we we think it's fucked up the way they're treating people. I'm just saying. And forgive me if I offend anybody or anything like that, because I'm not trying to do that. But when 2000 era, I feel like black and white relations was at the peak of what they are. But I don't think it's so much of the black community hating the white community as is the rich like I've said before on this podcast, the rich white community trying to separate the top 5%. Exactly. Okay? I mean, we all got along, and I we shouldn't even have this, this conversation. Oh, I got along with more of the black kids in my school than I did the white kids in my school. No, we shouldn't have that. It shouldn't be black and white. It should just be... We got along with these people. No, just we got along. Period. Exactly. We got along. And, and you know, and I identified with them growing up because people were talking shit about people like me that was into the, the bullshit that I was into. You know, they, they defended me more than the goddamn rednecks. I'm sorry, but that's how it was with me. See, look, what we got to get into, what you're talking about is, is that uh, black, white, it doesn't matter. We are all on a basic level the same. Yeah. We all love our kids the same if you're a decent fucking person. There we go. You know, Talk to me. Because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to dif- differentiate between that. Whether you're white, black, brown, Latino, Hispanic, whatever. I go to work every day. You do. You do. Right? Mm-hmm. You pay taxes every day, right? You do. You do. There's a group of motherfuckers right now that when I'm going to work at 6 a.m. are headed to the fucking go mark to buy a six-pack. That's the motherfuckers I got a problem with. I don't give a damn what color you are. If you ain't supporting your people, your family, I mean, if you ain't carrying your own, I have a problem with that. And I think that's the problem that America has. Because you can say what you want to say about uh, these uh, top five Americans need to be paying their share of the taxes. Your share of the taxes needs to be your share of the people that you're creating. And if you don't want to create more people, Progressive says 15 minutes can save uh, 15 minutes on 15% on car insurance. But 15 minutes can save you 100% if you buy fucking rubber and put it on your dick. Well, <laughs> let me stop you right there. Birth control is free, too. Let me like, give you a, a, and the world that we live in, it isn't going into shopping. It, it's all through the internet. So people come in and do their online orders or whatever. When I get a comment saying, I need 10 three pound rolls of hamburger and then I give it to him and then the next minute I need 20 more 
Close your fucking legs. 20 more rolls of fucking hamburgers? Exactly. How am I supposed to order for my department? How the fuck do you afford 20 rolls? Exactly. How am I supposed to... I can't do it. I can't do that. How am I'm I... paying cash, bitch. How am I supposed to order for this shit because you don't know how to close your fucking legs? Okay? How much is 20 rolls of fucking hamburger? I don't know the price of it. I don't even, put it. I don't even pay attention. God damn, son. You, but this is... So me, and every... Jesse, me and Jesse bought two beef rolls the other day, and they were $27.85. Exactly. Exactly. God damn. And they're on sale this fucking week. <laughs> damn shit. That's what I'm saying. So, when you tell me in the morning when they do click list orders, and people yell at me at work and says, why ain't you got none of these? I don't know. Maybe she asked the whore down the street that fucking wanted 20 <laughs> rolls of hamburger. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm sorry that I can't give you a couple rolls that you need because some bitch fucking has 28 goddamn kids. Or do you think they're hoarding it, though? Yeah. I mean, dude, there's a lot of motherfuckers in this house. I I never ordered 20 rolls of fucking Honestly, I make jokes. Never thought I had a need. I make jokes. That's just how I am. But honestly, I do think they're hoarding Hoarding it. it. Yeah. Exactly. Hoarding murder. And guess what, guys? If shit gets real bad... The fire's going to go out, okay? We're not nuclear. We're not fucking hydro. The fire's going to go out, and your 20 rolls of hamburger's going to go bad. I'm telling you okay? right now, I can't fucking order for what is coming through online shopping. Well, I can understand ordering for the people that come in my store and get it, but I'm getting cussed out on a daily basis because I dad. don't have it in stock because click list or online orders or whatever you want to call it are buying it the fuck out. My dad told me once, when you move out and start paying for this shit on your own, you're going to understand it. But if you never had to reach in your pocket and buy a beef roast or ground beef, you don't understand. So if, if you go to an you office... You don't understand how good this fucking tastes. If you go That's to an office and somebody gives you three to five hundred dollars of food stamps and tells you spend it and if you don't spend it we're going to reduce it then what the fuck happens you buy three three rolls of fucking ground beef and a a, a sap like me who's working every day will go to you be like dude how many of them look I'll take a, a roll of ground beef for 50 bucks and you'll buy a pound of weed with it. I don't give a fuck what you do with it, but I got to feed my family. You trying to get high. Fuck you, man. Well, I had a guy come in today and ask me, he's like, is this all the ribeye steaks you got on the shelf? I said, yeah. And I, I had just, they're on sale this week. I couldn't tell you what the price is because I don't pay attention. I just, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. So he goes, can you cut me 20 of them? I said, 20 ribeye. 20, 20 ribeye steaks. 20 ribeye right? steaks. He's like, yeah. I said, I can cut them. I said, how much you want, how you know, thick you want them and everything he tells me. And I cut them. And I, I sell it to him. And I, I'm just thinking, that's just one customer. But what if he works at a restaurant or something? God damn. No, you don't. Here's the thing. Anybody that comes in to my establishment and want shit that works for a restaurant, it ain't over the meat. 
it's it's produce. It's, it's produce. They're, they're in emergency circumstances. They want it right now. They get yeah. their But specific. if you come into Kroger's and you got a broad beside you and she got a pa- she got pants on right now that say delicious across the ass, no. Or juicy. Or juicy. <laughs> Fuck you, man. And, and I, I, I hate, I hate, I'm sorry if I offend somebody because I get upset, but God damn it, man. But ca- it, ca- Capitalism is a great thing until it's a fucking views. Here's and my that, and that, that that's my democratic stance on it, and we, we we can argue about this shit all fucking day. Well, see, I don't know, like, if you want to con- like consider like social programs in as capitalism. I think you should because it costs in the money. It's the money. Okay, so in the middle of this podcast, me and Brian had an argument about. His feelings on President Trump and what he said, and my feelings on President Trump and what he said. Yeah, yeah. And we just want to address it, that it's okay to have differing opinions and argue it out and still be friends and still be cool at the end of the day. That's all I wanted to say about it. Let's be clear, American people. Uh, And also I said American people, because if you believe like I believe in the red, white, and blue and all that good shit, then you understand that disagreements are okay. Disagreements are how you come to clarification. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'll be honest with anybody who come on this podcast. I am not a Trump supporter. As a matter of fact, if this motherfucker follows the face of the earth tomorrow, I'll be okay with it. But I will also say that not everything he did was detrimental to America. This motherfucker made me money. Because yeah, he made a lot of people because money. Because I work a job and I got a 401k. He made me money. In addition to all of the rancid shit that I felt like he said. I agree with you, man. That uh, And I didn't agree with all the shit Trump said. You know what I mean? I felt like that he argued when he didn't need to argue. He fucking had opinions about shit that didn't matter. You know, like, he needed to keep his mouth yeah. shut when he already won. Shove. I you mean, all, God dang You man. already won, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's go. just walk off. Shut the fuck up, shut, man. You walk off. Say no yeah, more. stop. Yeah, that's true. But I just wanted to address that two dudes with different political alignments had an argument about something. We're still boys. Still Damn love right. Brian. How many and, of you motherfuckers we'll can follow this example? I hate you, Brian. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> I mean, they should have never gave you this. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I won't say nothing else. I promise. Black History Fe- is February is Black History Month. As a closing to everything we're doing here, I want everyone out there right now to remember something about Black History Month. Whether it's uh, uh, Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King, everybody wants to remember the Martin Luther King speech. I want to tell everybody, I don't know whether you knew this or not, Martin Luther King had something else other than the I Heard a, I heard a Dream speech. Remember yeah. that shit. Well, do you know that... Uh talking about martin luther king and the stuff he did and the the genius that he used to make it to make his movement bigger you know whenever uh, you know the pictures you see from down south of the the german shepherds growling at the young black kids and all this and that mm-hmm. you know that he would schedule his uh rallies for rush hour so it seemed like more people come out to him to get more attention <laughs> you, you know blame what I mean? him Shit's a genius, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did a lot more than I have a dream. And uh, 
his message was never violence. I'm gonna put that out there too. He never, he never had a message about violence. It was always about peaceful endings and working through stuff peacefully. Say that now. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you uh, hit hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. If you don't like us, hit the don't like button. But ain't no way you're out there listening to me, and you, you don't have no kind of feeling. Hit the button, baby. Holler at your man. We're trying not to get sued. This is Mike, Shane, and Brian. All right, I'm going to do the outro. Do a, an outro with Jaxley. I promised her I would. Is that yeah. okay with we y'all? Need to Absolutely. Do a, we need to do an episode. All right, guys, I want to talk to you about uh, getting on Facebook and checking us out. Facebook page is Try Not To Get Sued. Our email is trynottogetsued at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us what you think. Like and share Try Not To Get Sued. Good job.